Evan. What what day is it? What's what's going on? I have what's no happening? idea. We've been we've been cooped no up, clue. cooped up for a long time. Quarantine has already been like a month. It has been, but it's that doesn't a while stop us to go. from churning out some Bad Squeeze content, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're here for. That's exactly what we're here for. If you haven't picked up what we're talking about, this is Batch Please. We're still doing this. I'm Evan Delaney. Welcome. And I'm Allison Gunnell. Allison, how's your quarantine going? Oh, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? It's fine. What what have you been up to? Um, I have been trying to spend as much time outside as possible because the weather's been super nice. Okay, except for the, the basically a tornado rolled in through our town yesterday. Yeah, except for the yesterday. that happened last night. But the weather for the most part has been warm and nice. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to do like go on walks a lot more. I've been riding my bike and I've been reading a ton. Mm. A lot. I've read a lot of books already since quarantine has begun. Yeah, you're, you're a pretty voracious reader. And we're going to talk about one of those books today, we are. actually. Yes. Um, today we're, you know, obviously there's no bachelor stuff happening right now. Um, but we're going to talk a bit about, um, you know, the, the new bachelor schedule, which we don't really know what it's going to be like anymore. Um, we have a couple of ways that we want to like change or fix or alter the bachelor franchise. And then Mm -hmm. we both read Colton's book, which we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, but you know, like, like everything in this world, the bachelor schedule, the calendar, whatever you want to call it is completely topsy turvy. Yeah. So the only thing we know for sure is that that listen to your heart show is starting, I think like this week, actually. Are we going to have to cave and watch that? It's on Monday. I don't know. I don't know. Like originally we were against it, but times have changed. And they're already supposed to be, I mean, they filming should be way underway now for Claire Crawley's season of The Bachelorette um, because in typical fashion, the season premiere would be mid to end of May. Yeah. It was already next month. So they would already probably be in, I don't know, week three of filming, yeah. if not farther along. Which so, is basically what, hometowns? <laughs> right, basically. So that's kind of on a pause right now, as is Paradise, because obviously that would be a summer startup in the summer. Um, and there's also going to be Bachelor Summer Games um, this year year to go kind of along with the Olympics as they did two years ago with bachelor winter games and Mm -hmm. with the Olympics being canceled or postponed, obviously summer games will be the same, which is, you think it'll just go to next year. Yeah. I think they'll just, they'll keep it in line with the Olympics. Interesting. Uh, So that's the one where they bring in people from different countries, bachelors and like they, it's like paradise, but international in a way. Yeah, so they've only done it once. So I think that the rules for it are still kind of being figured out. But yeah, so how they did the last one was it was um, right along with the Winter Olympics. And it was kind of people from all different bachelors from all over the country, bachelor and bachelorette contestants, um, some that were the leads and some that were just like popular contestants, kind of all mixing together. Um, And then some of those people actually also were on Paradise this past year, like some of the more popular um, people from that. And Claire Crawley was actually on Winter Games and actually got engaged to someone from Winter Games. I take um, it it didn't work out. It did not work out. No, it did not. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how the first go at that went. So I imagine it'll be probably pretty similar next year, but it also kind of depends on what happens this would year. You, and Would, would you of... watch a Bachelorette over Zoom? 
Uh, probably. Imagine I, that. Honestly. There's there's 30 little screens <laughs> and everyone's like, can I steal you for a second? Can I How steal you for a second? How weird would that be? Everyone else has to mute. Like everyone, like you go on mute and then you like talk to them on the phone while everyone else is like still on there. And that's how I you think that would be great. It'd be and hilarious. Then, and then like the entries, like you have your best Zoom background. That would be awesome. Well, instead of traveling the world, they'll just have like the backgrounds be the country they're supposed to be in. Like it'll be like the Eiffel Tower or something. I, I think we've solved the problem here. I, I need, think to, I need to call Chris Harrison and be like, hey, man, we that's figured what it we out. Need to do. Just bachelorette Zoom this. Because I, I feel agree. like I've, maybe you can still get a connection through that. Obviously, there's some physical things there, but I, I dabbled in a little bit of Love is Blind when this whole thing started. Oh, man. I Great stopped show. with two episodes left. I, I get to the point where I was like, I hate this so much. And it wasn't like a good hate, it was a bad hate. But if they can do that, I feel like, why, why can't they do this? How is this any different? Yeah, I mean, Love is Blind was, first of all, so entertaining. Mm. So entertaining. We could do a whole separate podcast on Love is Blind. Guess um, what? We're not going to. We're not going to. We talked about we it, could. though, and then I started to hate it. And it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating show. But yeah, that's kind of, unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at with everything. We don't, everything's kind of unknown right now. So we're just hanging out kind of along for the ride and we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully so, something. It's going to be a sad, long time with no bachelor content. <laughs> or just any content or sports or, any, or anything. Yeah, no sports. Like all I've got for me right now is the uh, Jeopardy College Championship, which is basically the closest right. thing to sports that I have. Well, I know this won't mean much to you, but the Bravo shows that I watch, like Vanderpump Rules specifically, mm-hmm. um, at the end of each season of all these Bravo shows, the Housewives and everything, they have a reunion. So, like, they filmed this season, like, last summer. Yeah. But the reunion would be filmed only a couple weeks before it airs. So that's, like, much more recent, like, what's happened since then, what's going on, because obviously they filmed them so far in advance. Yeah. But they're not doing a reunion because they can't all – be together social distancing and I'm super bummed. I'm like, please do a virtual reunion because we can't have no reunion. I have to know. Yep. I follow them all on Instagram, but I still want to know. Yeah. And obviously this just goes this should go without saying, but we're not in our normal studio right now. So if it doesn't sound as good as it always does, the crispness and soothness of our voice isn't coming through. Soothness like is does. definitely not a word, but it's gonna say we're in our respective homes Evan's wearing a backwards hat for whatever reason. Yeah, man, backwards hat day. We're on video with each other. Yeah, why are we wearing a backwards hat? I don't know. I can't remember the last time I showered, and I feel like I'm just <laughs> devolving into just oh my God. work from home life. Um, okay, so one thing we, we did want to do is we've been kicking around this idea for a little bit. Couldn't find the right time to do it. What better time than a nothing's happening quarantine? Exactly. We each have um, ways that we would, I don't know if we want to say fix or change or amend, um, ways that we want to alter the Bachelor franchise, things that would make it a little bit more interesting, maybe um, a little bit more enjoyable, because I'm not, by no means, is it in a rut? Um, I'm only two seasons in, so I don't really know. But um, I feel like there are ways that I can get more entertainment out of it. So Okay, I want you to go first. We're each going to propose... I think we settled on four. Yeah, that's how much I came up with. So hopefully that's. I have some extras. I have some extras just in case. Um, okay, you go first. Well, because I'm an overachiever. I don't. I don't. I get it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. The first one that 
the first proposition I would like to make to change the Bachelor franchise is I think you should only the contestants should only get three interruptions a season. That's uh, it. Yeah. They're they're capped. And you use more than three, you're gone. You're out. Ooh, I like yeah, that. You're eliminated. Like um, so you know, you have to use them wisely. I think there becomes this point where you know, it's it could be week one, and you're like, shit, I'm like DJ DJ Catherine Agro from Colton season, who did it like three times in one night. And yeah, that's the it. interruptions are insane. They get to be so annoying. Yeah, but I feel like if you're more strategic about it, it makes the game a little bit more interesting. Because ultimately, I think this is a game. And, you know, I think, I think that's, that's a light okay. change that I would make. What do you think about right. that? I like it. I totally agree. I'm on board. Okay. What else you got? I also get no, no, no. We're gonna alternate. I'm not going. Oh, to, we're gonna alternate. I'm not going to all four at once. Come on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, and I'm saving my best for last. Come on. Okay. The okay. Program. All right. So my first thing is, so basically, all mine are kind of geared. All my thoughts are geared more towards making it a little more realistic and improving the chances that it actually ends up being something real. Ooh. Okay. Um. So that's kind of the theme for mine. The first thing I do is limit the world traveling. Because while oh. it is fun, I think that people sometimes just apply for the show because they're like, yeah, I want to travel the world and get free trips okay. and be an influencer that travels. And I think that in real life, no one can afford to travel at the, the way that they travel. So I kind of think that it should be a lot more just domestic travel. Interesting. I think they should go to real places that people go on vacation. Like, I think they should go to like Hilton Head <laughs> for one. They should go to like Gatlinburg and like, and like, I don't know, like places that you actually go on vacation because I just think it's unrealistic when like these 22 year olds are like jetting around Europe and Asia and whatever for weeks. And then they think that's, I mean, that's not real life. I mean, I'm sure it's easy to fall in love with someone. I'm I'm, I'm jet set. Right. Maybe for you. Um, but like, I mean, I think I'm sure it's a lot easier to fall right in now. love or like feel like you're in love with someone when you're in Paris on a all expenses paid elaborate trip, like go on a real trip. I like that. I, I have an idea that's similar to that. And I'll, maybe the finale, let me caveat, maybe like the finale is like a big, like you go on a big trip. Cause like, cause that's sort couples of like, do go on trips. Yeah. Yeah. I, but not I like, when there's like t- 10 people and you're all going all over the place. I like the idea. I like the domestic travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how you kind of have a theme for your ideas. Like you want, you want the love to last. Like you're, yeah. you're, your heart's in the right place for this. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Um, I have another idea. Let's hear it. They should have their phones during this time. Ooh, how wild would it be if they had their phones? Yeah. Now, I don't think they should be able to... Um, like communicate with other people, but they can receive information on their. That would be too hard to monitor. At just honor code. That's really. Oh. Have you watched the show? Like honor code is not gonna work. But that makes it more interesting too. Okay. Who's gonna okay. Who's gonna be the devious little devil that breaks those rules? I really thought you were gonna say minx for some reason. I really <laughs> thought you were gonna say no. <laughs> No, but I think I think this is a couple of things. I think one, it allows them to dig up some dirt on each other. Okay. I think um, also they they can't post on Instagram or anything. 
Okay, yeah, like, I think that like consume be. because that's obviously spoiler territory. Yeah. Um, but I think this can also create some more like interesting in the moment conversations because I feel like the conversation is very bland um, on these shows, and like yeah. we can actually talk about current events and like politics and like I don't yeah. even know, even pop culture, even like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, like, I, I think that's fair. I like that. So I think that just adds to like sort of the real life factor of it. I like that. Okay. Good one. But I also like the um, digging up dirt. I do like digging up dirt. Make good Fucking TV. Awesome. Um, by the way, are you, what are you drinking before I go into my next one? You gotta, well, what are you drinking there? So usually I have Coronas during the show. Yeah. Currently I'll add a Coronas, but my good oh, roommate, I'm to hear Brendan, that. My good roommate Brendan's actually at the market right now. Restocking on the bones. Got a Braxton nice. storm. Supporting local business. It's a brewery in Covington, Kentucky. They make okay. a delicious cream nice. ale that I'm sipping on right now. So you'll be replenished with Coronas by tonight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Great. What about, well, will you have a lime? Yeah. Limes are, limes are on the list too. Remember when you didn't have a lime? It's not great, but I still drink it. But remember when I oh, gave you, you my okay, lime? Yeah. So a little backstory. <laughs> um, so I was in the midst of a boys' night a couple of days ago. Cla- a classic. And Allison is in the neighborhood for whatever reason. You're going to a Trader Joe's nearby, which I didn't even know we had one nearby. I wouldn't um, say it's nearby, but it's not far. Okay, but not far. And out of the kindness of your heart, you're like, do you I want did, us yes. to get you anything? Any snacks? Like, yeah, just load us up on some snacks. So she came through. Barely any direction. So I was really just kind of winging it on the snacks. You did a great job. Um, Thank you. But so she she dropped them off. And then we all went out back and like had a drink together. Um, very far apart. We stood very far apart. We did we did seven feet apart. Just this is we stood very far apart. Yeah. I dropped off the snacks. Yeah. On the ground. <laughs> yeah. And then we had like drinks waiting for them well away. They were hand sanitized their napkins and koozies so they didn't have to touch what we touch um <laughs> obviously like i sipped the drinks before just to make sure they were good of people. course yeah of course that was fine um <laughs> and but like anyways we had a bunch of coronas and the market was out of limes that day and you just happened to have a lime in your trader joe's bag and you're like hey, i did I'll give you guys one so thank you appreciate it you're, you're so welcome you're so welcome. Anytime. Um, okay. I love that you're so, fishing for me to tell you that story of your altruism. I just wanted to make sure that you knew that I got, I gave you our one and only line. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, like I appreciate that, it. That was a big deal. Okay. So my next thing. Okay. This might be a little controversial, but I'm going to explain. Okay. All right. Hear me out. Here. I'm listening. No more fantasy suites. Nope. No more fantasy nope. suites. Here's the, here. Let me explain. What? I think that. How are they the going to off- have the sex? Kevin, Sorry, I'm so explain. Let me explain. I use my one interruption. That was your one. I got for two the more. Entire time. I got two okay. more. No, that's for like the entire filming of a two month show. This strategy. You get one. However you want to use it. My God. Okay, so here's my rationale. I think that while I, I do think intimacy and whatever you, that means to you is important in determining relationships, for sure. I also think that the way that the show does it is so awkward that it's almost hard 
to be really real in that time. It's very obvious what the implication of fantasy suites are. Mm-hmm. Everything is tailored to be like that. And I mean, obviously we all know Colton's whole deal with being a virgin, but even when it's not like not everyone wants to use fantasy suites for that time. Like Hannah Brown was very adamant about not wanting to do that with Tyler. And like, I think what I think is that when you have a one-on-one date with somebody, there's like a daytime part and then like a dinner part. And I think after the dinner part, they should always be allowed to have off camera time. Whatever they choose to do with that is their choice. It's not on camera. They're not mic'd. They do whatever the heck they want. If that's a time to explore that, great. If it's a time to talk, great, whatever. But I think that after maybe like not from the day one, but once it's narrowed down a little more, I think all one-on-ones should have private off-camera time versus having a whole week devoted to overnight fantasy suite things. And if you want to be overnight with them, you can after the one-on-ones off-camera privately. I just don't think everything needs to be revealed in the fantasy suite dates. And I also think it's really awkward when it's over. And if you pick someone and they're trying to watch back and they're seeing your fantasy suite dates with other people, like I just, I think those are big contributors to relationships ending from the show. And if it's off camera and it's more private, I think that's a lot more reasonable. This is interesting. Um, So I was watching, I got my hands on the first episode of the Australian bachelor from maybe a year or so ago. And there's Mm -hmm. this part that um, I've only watched the first episode. I might watch the rest. Apparently there's something called the bachelor archive where you can watch Mm -hmm. like global bachelor episodes, which, you know, you got nothing but time. So Mm -hmm. they had this thing where in addition to the roses, the Australian bachelor like can give out a key to his, to his pad okay the one lucky gal interesting so i wonder if this is like sort of the, but the whole thing is i don't think everyone should get to know what goes on if you give someone a key to your room they know what's going on like i think it should be truly intimate and i don't think having a camera there for almost the entire time and then being there when you wake up in bed the next morning does not really count as off-camera intimate time that's okay that's fair so that's where that's where my head's at with the fantasy suite gotcha. thing. I know it's a big part of the show, but that's just my opinion. No, you're 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 in you're doing this for the right reasons. Actually. I'm telling you, all this is to actually increase chances of relationships working. Is that what this show's about? It should be. It should that's be. the point. Okay. I like it a lot better when they stay together. Oh, so you like the one season where it happened? <laughs> it's happened more. If you want me to make a list, I will. But it no, more no, often no, happens no with list. The bachelorettes are more likely to stay with their guy than the bachelors are with their girl. That doesn't surprise me. Um, okay. Okay, what's your next one? My next one is I want them to branch out musically. Oh, jeez. I'm so fucking tired of the country concerts. Or, Actually, like, get some better name recognition because, like, they have enough money. Like, they could get real people. Yeah, I, I at least like want to experiment with new genres. Like, mm-hmm. give me a little, give me a little funk, give me some yacht rock, that. give me some, give me some heavy metal, give me some hip hop, give me some rap, yeah, any, literally anything, yeah, yeah. pop, like, anything that's not country every time. Like, there's, there's just way more enjoyable music out there, and I, I get it. Like, I think the reason why they do it is because part of it is usually the the bachelor bachelorette. Like, it's a very 
it's what they like. It's what the audience yeah. generally likes. Um, I don't. <laughs> I hate it. No, I'm with you. It's I'm with you. Some of them are good, but. But, like, give me some funky music. Play that funky music, white boy. I would just. See, this is why I want you to be the voucher so bad because of how ridiculously different everything would be. Oh, my God. We would have Bad Bunny up there playing Yo Pedro Sola, and it'd be just. I'm, I don't have any idea what that means, but be good. Or we'd have Dave up there just doing a 17 minute jam to lie in our graves or a little That's, Jimmy thing. A little yeah, Jimmy that thing. Ooh. That'd be That so sounds fun. a little more like what I would expect that you what, want. what would your uh bachelorette band be? Hmm. I don't like, know why I'm like, thinking about it. Ed Sheeran. It would it would obviously be Ed Sheeran. There's Ed nothing Sheeran's- more that's a great choice. Okay, I thought you were going to be anti it and make oh, fun of me, but I love Ed voice. so much. I love his voice. I love every song he sings. My first dance song at my wedding was Ed Sheeran. Like, I just think every song he sings is like romantic and nice and that's sweet. A, that's a great one because, like, a it's definitely a recognizable name. Good, good music, good songwriter, and he's like so chill. And like he can play, he can play the kind of up upbeat hits. Or he yeah. could play thinking out loud and you're just slow exactly. dancing and making out and doing all that stuff. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I, would, so I would love that. Another, so this is like a yes and to this idea. Um, I feel like you've been saying your idea for a long time. I like to talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? what I want, mean? I kind of want to, I want them to combine the, musical branch out with the masked the masked singer oh geez and i want it to be a mystery and like they're guessing who it is and the the (laughs) audience is guessing who it is i watched the crossover for the first time in a couple years i've only seen two episodes the one last night and the one i saw a couple years ago this shit's a fever dream this is insane i really gotta watch it absolutely batshit crazy and but you get hooked in, like, wondering who on earth is the kangaroo? Who's the astronaut? Who's the turtle? Who are the, who's the night angel? Who's singing these songs? I know this all sounds crazy, but this is the way the show works. They say, oh, it's kangaroo versus turtle. And you're just, you just accept it as reality. I love it. Crazy. So I think that would fit perfectly into this. And it's like a fun okay. date thing to do. Like, if I was on a date, I would love to play Mass Singer. Love it good one that's my that's my third uh all right amendment in our bachelor bill of rights all right my third and this is probably the one i honestly feel the most passionate about okay. is that i think the one-on-ones and group dates group dates need to be more geared towards real life problems and situations that would be beneficial to do like for example house hunting for a one-on-one date, a realtor shows them fake houses and they have to see, do they agree on a house or apartment or whatever? What are the things that on their must-have lists or like when they look at them, do they generally agree? Are they adamantly disagreeing? Whatever. Um, grocery shopping. How, what, what does your grocery sh- like shopping list look like compared to yours? Like, what are you going to cook for the week? Um, choosing a Netflix show together. Which one are you going to pick? Like, that's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal. So yeah. I think those are things that I think should be explored on one-on-ones, especially, or, you know, incorporate them into group dates. Because I'm like, again, these are things that you have to do in real life. And when you leave the bachelor bubble and you're like, oh my God, we're engaged. And then you're like, oh my God, we've never even been to a store together. We've never even been to a, 
real restaurant together like yeah and we're we're getting married like we need to talk about like all these things maybe pick out stuff for a nursery together if you both want to have kids you know just like I don't know things that are things you would actually encounter post bachelor life if you stay together I think it's a fabulous idea you're you're coming in with like good real life solutions to making these relationships last all right. Uh, my final right, idea. Okay. I think this is my best idea. I'm just going to okay. say that. I've, I've gone in order of like what I want to see most. Okay. Um, and this is the thing I want to see most. I want a budget bachelor. Mm-hmm. What I mean I by like that. that kind of goes in line with some of the stuff I've been saying. A little bit. But I want the bachelor to pay for everything. I love it. So basically, given whatever his current financial financial situation is, that's the budget for the show. And he has to decide how to spend that money. So like group dates are all in Groupon. Um, <laughs> like dinners are basically going to Steak and Shake at like the <laughs> highest end. I love um, it. You know, it's, it's an obvious like, okay, the girls or the, gal, the guys also get to see like, oh, is he good with his money? Is he financial planning? Like Does that. he have a lot of money? I know that means something to some people. And this includes travel. Like so like this kind of goes back to your idea a little bit. But like clearly, you're just like you get road trips, basically. You're staying in Super Eights, like Holiday Inns. Yeah, so I think like this okay. a gives the Bachelor a little bit of flexibility to show his creative muscles mm-hmm. and be like, oh, okay, this is this is how these dates are gonna go, so I don't lose all of my money. Yep. Um, I, I think that'd be super interesting. I just want to see how some like respond to that. Because I, like I think, you know, I think this roots it back in reality. If I also think it would help weed out the people that don't really want to be there or that aren't there for the right reasons. Like, I think yeah. it would, doing these kind of things would weed out the influencers and the people who just want fab fit fun, you know, partnerships and whatever. Yeah. Um, like, oh, we're going for a walk in a, in a free park. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And then we're having a picnic of sandwiches we made ourselves. Like, that's yeah. our date. Yeah. Kind of sounds great, to be honest. I think it sounds like pretty it. good. Pretty, but I think, yeah, I want to see a budget bachelor. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so my last one, I lied before. This is the one I'm most passionate about. Almost oh, to nice. a point of being angry about how Ooh, it currently is. Wow. wow. Okay. No more private planes and helicopter rides to one-on-one dates. We're done with that. Yeah. Not safe. Ridiculous. I'm hoping that since Peter was a pilot, like in the next Bachelor will not be a pilot, probably. Like, we don't have to do that anymore. But I think the little helicopter things, given the, you know, aftermath of the Kobe Bryant sadness yeah. and all the private plane situations, we just don't need to do it. Like, let's fly on Delta planes with lots of other people. Let's go on with, with someone else flying the plane other than the lead of the Let's show. Let's walk places. Or just drive or take a freaking charter bus. Like, I don't know. But we need to stop with the private planes and helicopters. We're done with that. I'm I'm very over that. And I'm not, I've said it before and I'm not dramatic when I'm telling you that if I was on the show and that was something they told me, I would be like, I'm literally not doing this. So like, we have to drive there or kick me off. Like, I'm not doing that. Particularly after Kobe yes. passed away. Like, I, I've been thinking like, what if something tragic happens on this show from I think a, about that too. From a helicopter ride. And I don't know if it's just like I'm a naturally worrisome, anxious person. Spoiler, yeah, I, I am. That. I feel and that same. Like 
I, I don't know. I just, I, that, that consumes me. So I totally yeah. understand. Um, it what, stresses me what out. You mean. Um, I have a couple other just like throwaway ideas. Okay. I know we only said four, but I'm just going to throw these out there. Okay. Uh, I won't go into super deep detail. First one is no pageant people. Yeah. I want, I want nothing to, nothing to do with them and at least a season. Like they always bring in unnecessary pageant drama that I don't give a shit about. So I'm sort of against that. I agree. Okay. Um, the next one, I think that at least one person um, who is an ex of the Bachelor Bachelorette mm-hmm. gets a complete like makeover, extreme Interesting. style change, et cetera. So it's hard to tell that it's that person. Hmm. And okay. so she's kind of like undercover in a sense. And if she makes it to hometown, she automatically becomes the bachelorette. Hmm. And the guy who's the bachelor, and this is all vice versa, um, just depending on whatever season it is, the season's over. Like he he messed up. He should have like he should have figured out that he was the that he or she was the ex. And it's like basically like Minesweeper or uh I like it. You know, a, a poison M M&M. and M. Like you you find it and you eat it and you die. So those are the the two just throwaways I had. I had yep, another one, okay. but I already forgot it. Must not have been that good then. Speaking of not that good, <laughs> I think this is a no. That's not segue. nice. Okay, so what we're gonna do, Evan's being rude. What we're gonna do is, so Evan and I uh, both recently read Colton's book that just came out called the first called time. the first time. Um, a little misleading in the title, but you know we'll get to that. We both read it. Some of us read it really, really embarrassingly quickly and finished it in like 24 hours. Um, But we both read it. We want to chat about it. We have some feelings. I I want to start out by saying this. And if I come off harsh during the next like couple minutes, I apologize. Um, But I I want to preface by saying that he's not a writer. So... And like, the fact that anyone ever gets a book written and published, I think, is an accomplishment. Exactly. So that that's what I'm getting at. Like that he's not a writer by trade. So kudos to him for getting his word out there, getting it published. And sharing any part of your life. I mean, obviously you shared some of it on TV, but sharing the details of some of it on a in a book that is written forever is gotta be challenging. So I applaud yeah. him in his honesty for sure. Yeah. So I, I respect that for sure. Um, on that just, note. Just Let's as a die. yeah, but just as a consumer of books, <laughs> I didn't have the best time reading it. Um, I, I kind of want to do like exit survey questions here. So the first one I want to talk about is if that we were reviewers of the books. You know how you see on the back of the books, you have plenty of mm-hmm. books. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You see like little quotes from reviewers, New York Times. Yeah, so yeah. Just, I couldn't put this down. It was the the words were so amazing, stuff like that. So if we were reviewers and our quotes were on the back of this book, what would yours say? Oh wow, that's hard. Um I'll go I'll go first while you noodle. You go first. Okay, you go first. Mine would be I didn't learn a whole lot. I could have just watched the season and that was it. End quote. 
mine would probably say it was what I expected it to be, but I wanted more juicy details. Yeah, it definitely it definitely lacked the juice. Yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, because obviously the the whole like reason you want to read the book is a little bit. I would say two things: one, to like really get into his head about what happened um, during his season of The Bachelor, more in particular, because obviously like the fence jump, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like go yep. go into your go into your psyche about that more. Um, and the second yeah. thing, obviously, being like, are you still a virgin? I mean, it's it, on the surface. Yeah, you would think it's none of our business. Shouldn't matter. Yes, yes. You're gonna and write a I whole realize... book about being a virgin. You owe it. You owe it to us. Yeah, and I think I agree. Like he basically said it without saying it, but like. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I while I just said what I said about fantasy suites and how I generally think that that is not really other people's business, when it was kind of the thing for your entire season, then it was the theme and title for your book. Yeah. I don't think that you need to dive into your sexual experiences. Like, that's not our business. But I would have thought maybe he would have put something in there like, I'm glad I waited for the right person. And like, that's the line. Like, that's all you say about it. You know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. his whole thing was like, I'm waiting for the right person, waiting for the right person. And then he talks about how much he's obsessed with Cassie, which is great. But I'm, I guess I was kind of like waiting for him to say, I'm glad I waited for the right person. Like, it didn't need to be waiting for marriage, but it needed to be the person for me. I don't know. I was looking for something like that. Yeah. So spoiler alert, if you're planning on reading the book, he doesn't say whether or not he did it. Just says none of your business. Yeah. Which That's like what the chapter said. Which again, like if, fair. Yeah, but if but... you're gonna write a book about it, like come on, spill spill the deets, man. Agreed. All right, well, so what yeah, was your... it did kind of annoy me. But... Yeah. What what was your favorite part of the book? Um, I think my favorite part of the book was I really liked hearing his experience being on um Becca season. And I know that for you you didn't obviously watch Becca season but like for me I thought it was interesting because it did especially the stuff with Tia I think it shed a lot more light on the Tia stuff than what we got from watching Becca season or from watching Paradise or anything with Colton um it was definitely their relationship was not what I I thought it was based on what we had like heard about it so I thought it was interesting for that whole background and then hearing his experience with the other guys on Becca season I thought that was really interesting Cause you don't see like on his season, most of the stuff he talked about, I was like, yeah, we saw this. But when you are the contestant of 30, we didn't see Becca season from Colton's angle. So I did really like actually getting to hear what he thought. And like, even when he was like, I knew I was going home, but Hey, I was in the Bahamas or whatever. I was like, this is really mm-hmm. interesting that like he already knew at this point that she was close, that she was going to pick so-and-so and that they all thought she was going to pick Blake, but then, he found out that Garrett knew about her dad when that her dad had passed away. Like, and she had talked about him, about him to Garrett, but not Colton. And it was just interesting to hear all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, for me, it was when he talked about Demi. Oh yeah. He was, he was petrified of her, which like you could see it when it was happening. And it goes back to, you know, my, my quote about the book cause I didn't learn anything. But like just hearing it again was funny to me. Like he, those two definitely weren't compatible. Um, but just reminiscing on that, like made me smile a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
I did. I I didn't really. Well, I guess we probably get to this next. So I'll save my. Yeah. So I guess this, the opposite question is like, what, what was your least favorite part? I also thought it was weird. I will say back to the third part. I also liked hearing a little bit about his upbringing, and I really liked hearing about the process because it sounds like he had kind of an unnatural experience for like getting involved with the show, just like passing by it. Like that was really interesting. Um, but his re- his account of this season, I thought that he was a the way he taught. I mean, his season, I thought he was like a little douchey in some of the ways he described some of the women on the show and like he shit on Kerpa a lot which was really confusing so to me. random he wanted to get rid like, of her on night one and the producers kept her around and she made it like the top six or whatever and it was weird that he sent home girls before her that he really liked and then he was like Kerpa said she needed more time and all I could think of was you're lucky I didn't send you home weeks ago and I was like that is so like rude why didn't you should have sent her home then like I don't understand yeah no I I agree with that um I'm trying to like pinpoint one thing. I, I also thought he painted Hannah in not a great, I mean, not Hannah. Yeah. Hannah he Brown. painted Hannah in not Hannah a Brown, great yeah. light. I feel like he painted Hannah in kind of like a psycho X light, mm-hmm. which yeah. was weird. Like when she, when he was like, he was calling about recalling how she showed up in Alabama for Hannah G's hometown and was like, talking shit about all the other girls and was like mad at them and all stuff. And it was just like very not what we have seen from Hannah. So I thought that was really interesting. Very Hannah beast though. Like I, I, I wasn't, yeah. I was surprised, but not super surprised. Um, I, what kind of annoyed me is like, I, I said earlier, I didn't learn a whole lot. The way that everything was presented, it's in the same sort of language that they like, talk on the show which is not very yes that's true it's very like oh i like that i like your eyes they're pretty they won't say like i don't know it just it doesn't go very deep and again like not a writer by trade but uh, i feel like i could no i I know what you mean like describe a little more man yeah did you think it was awkward when he was talking about um boners no a, there was only like a couple sentences about boners. I want to hear a whole chapter <laughs> about the boners. Well, I have to say that has definitely come to mind before when it's the bachelor, especially where I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, we're not, we all know how things work. Like you're surrounded by 30 women in bikinis that are all making out with you. Like that's gotta be challenging. So I th- but like, that's, that's an opportunity to write like funny, creative, interesting, and just opportunities were missed. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, look, when I'm The Bachelor, I can promise you guys that yes. I, I write a whole book. I write the boner book. <laughs> you have my word. Okay, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if we need all that, but um, good to know. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, I guess anything anything surprising to you? I don't know if there's anything surprising except for what I was kind of already saying about some of the details about Hannah. That was kind of surprising. Um, Oh, I did think it was surprising too. Again, I know that this doesn't mean a lot to you because it was on Becca's season, but when he was talking about how he told all the guy or some of the guys he was close with about being a virgin and that they told everyone else in the house, like that kind of surprised me. I thought that was kind of weird. Dudes love to gossip. True. Not also surprising. surprised that his one of his best friends is Manta Cheo. Is that how you say his name? That was that was what that I was, was going to say. Which, like, 
I know those situations are totally different, but it's somehow not surprising if you know the history. Of, who had a fake girlfriend? Who has? Yeah, do do some do some Google research on that one, people. If you haven't learned that one yet, that was an interesting time in the sports world. Weird. Super strange. So okay, so I I think we can both say that we weren't like blown away by this. Um, there was a lot of stuff that you know I think was was left on the table. But if there was a different bachelor personality, we'll say spanning from Colton's time until now, that could write a book. Which is like no time at all in Bachelor World, but it's the only time you know. Yeah. Who 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 would you pick? Um, I definitely want a Demi book. Okay. So I feel like Demi would spill all the tea. She would be super honest. I would love a Demi book. I also would love a Hannah Hannah Beast book. Like yeah. She had some very interesting situations. I want to hear all about her feelings and experiences. Demi and Hannah B would be my top. I would say I want one from John Paul Jones. Oh, man, that would be good. I feel like his would be, like, all in, like, comics. Yeah. He would be, like, a comic book or, like, a picture book. It would be phenomenal. It would be great. Um, Yeah, I'm super in on that. I think that's really the only one. Um, I know our friend Mike is writing a book, actually. Yeah, Mike did tell us when he was on the pod that he is writing a book. So I I will definitely read that when it comes out. We'll we'll do a pod on that one, of course. I'm Um, actually about to read Chris Harrison's book that's not a book about himself, but a fictional romance Nicholas Sparks-esque book that my good pal Evan got. My good friend Evan actually sent it to me as a birthday gift. So... I'm very excited. I'll probably read that today. You'll probably, probably finish it today too. I'll probably finish it today. At this rate. <laughs> probably. Um, reading, reading pretty fast these days. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyone else besides John Paul Jones that you would want to read a book by? You'd read a Demi book. I, I don't, I would almost do a Demi podcast. I think she'd be, okay. I think she's better just off the cuff a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anyone else besides that. Okay. A Luke P book would be terrible. Oh God. Oh God. Very against that, but yeah. I don't think if there's anything else, I feel like that's pretty much everyone that I would care to read, (laughs) read a book by. Yeah, I think that does it, but I got plenty of other books and plenty of time at home chilling doing i just thought of something else from our conversation earlier about like ways to improve the bachelor all right do it if you don't have a job you're not allowed to be a contestant oh like and you if you do not have a job it can be you can be a waitress you can be a ceo you can be anything but if you do not have a paying job like a legitimate job okay or uh, the only exception would be like is if your entire job is like volunteering or if you're a student Okay, that's fair. If you have a volunteer job or you are a student, you're pursuing a education, fine. But if you literally do not have a job and you just do, you're just an influencer that does sponsorships or you just do some modeling here and there, you're not, you don't get to go on the show. I like it. I'm a fan. Big fan. Right? Wouldn't that be interesting? I'm in. I'm in. You, you sold me. I, we should be the producers. Why are we not the producers of The Bachelor? 
I think once they get their ears on this this hot content, they'll they'll understand what what they're missing <laughs> and they'll hire us. Honestly. Sorry to our current jobs, but we'll, we're going to take the we're gonna take the ABC <laughs> money on this one. We're going to go work for The Bachelor, sorry. Yeah, I, like I think that, that just about does it for the day. just want to say, yeah, stay six feet apart, wash your hands, be good, make someone smile. We're, like, we're not even, we're like six inches apart if you look at our little Zoom faces. Huh? I oh. said if you look at our Zoom proximity on our Zoom thing, we're like, well, yeah, that's that's fine. Zoom okay, distance. That real cool. <laughs> Zoom distance. Well, um, thanks for listening, guys. It's been a while, so we're excited to talk about some stuff, and hopefully, we'll be back again soon. Obviously, we don't have a lot of Bachelor Nation content, but we always can come up with some podcast content. So, if you have any ideas or anything you want to talk about, you just let us know. One thing that you don't have to social distance from is our social media too. Ah, How about that. Yes, you can send us a message or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BatchPleasePod, or you can send us an email, BatchPleasePod at gmail.com, and send us any of your thoughts or your questions, or let us know what you would do to change The Bachelor, or if you have any thoughts on our ideas. Um, and we can always have a little Q&A session on, on a future podcast episode. Yeah, fire away. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. 